So, are you DTFF? Talking fantasy football with your hosts, Dustin Lunt and Jake Trowbridge. Welcome into another episode of Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football, DTFF, if you nasty. I apologize to all of our listeners who are used to hearing Dustin's glorious voice open these podcasts, but just for tonight, he is taking off his host hat and adding his competition hat or beret, as I like to think of it. Dustin, you are going to be participating with our lovely guests in some fantasy trivia. How do you feel about this? I am excited for tonight. I hope I don't embarrass myself. Uh, I feel like I used all my brain power already uh, on Jeopardy this evening. So um, I, I've got all that non-fantasy uh, knowledge in my head. And I got to shift gears, get into the fantasy realm and uh, see what happens. I, I think you're going to have to do it fast because even though, you know, some of these guests here, they like to talk like they aren't good at trivia, but we know at the very least there's one here who is. So, yes, listeners, this is fantasy trivia. I encourage you to play along as we go through this. So let's introduce our guests slash contestants, I suppose, first of all. He's a contributor for 4 for 4, Football Guys, and NBC Sports Edge. It's almost too many things. Chris Allen, welcome <laughs> back all? to the podcast. Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's been way too long. I know we were talking uh, in the DMs before we recorded tonight. Uh, I'm excited for the chance to be able to sit down and talk with everybody here for the show today. But we were talking about the chance that we've got to kick it once everybody gets into Canton here come August. So... No, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for that. Uh, but no, I'm. I already told you guys. I, I'm the one that's bad at trivia, so I I will probably be like dead last. Or if like if we're doing teams or something like that, I am the dead weight on our team. So I'm just I'm just letting it be known now that this is not going to work out for for me personally. But no, I'm excited to be able to kick with you guys tonight. You heard it here first. Chris is going to win the trivia. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> always how that works. So Chris, we the are last time we were, The last time Go we ahead, were on Jim. here, Chris, you had all of this stat knowledge that I 100% believe that you're lying right now. I just have uh, not believed you at well, all. Yeah, maybe that stuff. Might, maybe, maybe. But we'll see. <laughs> I, I'm terrible at trivia, though. I am. I'm, I swear. <laughs> Well, I know you're good at drinking and at making oh, drinks, actually, because, yes, you know, yeah. you and Dustin both have that home brewer knowledge. Are you uh -huh. partaking of your own homebrew tonight? Do you have something in your glass? What's going on? I, I am not, actually. Um, I just spent the past week in New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Oh, um, I'm so jealous. Yeah, yeah. so I am re still recuperating. Um, I got back uh, on Friday morning at like one o'clock. And so for four days of drinking, I am off the sauce for like another few days. So that's why uh, I showed you guys earlier, uh, like I've been just like guzzling down water. It's been water and tea for me, like since I've been back home. So, yeah. That is the largest container of water I've ever seen in my life. Listeners, if you can't see that, it is bigger than two of my faces. So really, you're doing it right, I think, uh, coming post New Orleans. Dustin can attest to that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, now, our next guest here, I've been told, is not drinking just water. 
He is the co-author of Amazon's number one best-selling fantasy football black book and a current contributor for both Odds Checker and The Game Day. It's Nate Hamilton. Nate, how are you doing? I am fantastic. And yeah, I mean, I've got three sets. I got, I have uh, water in my Michael Myers my, cup. I've got uh, my, it is a homebrew, by the way. It's a brown Ooh. ale homebrew. So it was, uh, that was nice. nice that that up there. Very nice, very nice. And of course, I made a an old fashioned uh, oh. because of bourbon. I have to, and because your your hosts are both from Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was obviously I why I did it initially. The okay. only reason, actually, now that you say that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Nate. I don't know. How, what's your confidence level in tonight that you might win? It, it's um. Sp- Right around where Chris's motivation is, um, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's where my my confidence level is. Um, simply because when you play the humble card, you've already written an excuse for yourself to lose. So that's fine. And I, I think I, I think I want to steal Chris's, uh, you know, tactics and, and go with that as well. I'm probably going to be dead last. <laughs> Look at these fucking pros. No, tied for last. I like it. <laughs> All right, well, this guy has no such excuse, and I will not accept one from him. He is who I consider to be the godfather of fantasy football trivia, and so we had to have him come back on the show again tonight. He is the co-founder of Front Yard Fantasy. He also contributes to FanDuel. It is JL Garoppolo. Welcome back, sir. It is me. It is me. I'm happy to be here, excited to kick it with you all, and very, very honored to be back on this show. You are some of my favorite people in the industry, as you know. And I'm very good at trivia, so suck it, guys. <laughs> no bullshit excuses from JL. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. it. Now, Dustin, after getting to survey the land here, do you feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you can come out on top here? I feel like I have a very good chance of, of placing second at this point. Ooh, uh, okay. and, and that's not a high bar. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to do well. Uh, just with uh, Chris and Nate, uh, their confidence level. I feel like I can yeah. scoop out a second place. Oh, okay. there you go. There you go. There you go. You want to clear the very low bar that they have set for you. And that's I right. I think that that's fine. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to know when to aim for the middle. You know? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, now, before we get into the game itself, we typically do some housekeeping up front here. Oh, JL, I didn't even ask you what you're drinking, by the way. My apologies. Oh. First time well, host I was, here. I was I was over here brooding about the fact that you didn't ask me. Um, I am drinking Checker Spot uh, Brewing. It's a Baltimore local local beer here. Um, I know nothing about it other than it's check. It's called Checker Spot. There's a cool monster truck on it. Oh, I like that can art. Yeah, that nice. so I, can art's like a whole thing in beers, right, Chris? Because you're you're, mm-hmm. you're uh, oh you know, yeah, you can see a couple of the. Let's see. So this one's from, and this is actually down your way, uh, JL, from Crooked Crab Brewing. Um, where is that at? Uh, Odenton, Maryland. I know I Odenton. Know. It's like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. So like, like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. See, look at that. I love it. See? Oh, I like that's it. Awesome. Yeah. A friend of mine, like he showed me that can and I was like, I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> get me that and bring <laughs> it over, please. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> Follow-up question, JL. Do you find you drink anything that has a monster truck on it? Is that kind of your barometer? <laughs> yeah, really. If if I see a monster truck, I immediately just start salivating, very, get very thirsty, and I have to drink it. Yeah. I see a monster truck, I put it in my mouth. That's yeah, what I've always, always been that way. Uh, now, we're going 
We're going to get into the rules of tonight's festivities here very quickly. But before we did, Dustin really wanted to talk about some of these things that have gone on in the NFL today. Uh, for those of you listening, yesterday, Dustin, do you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Do you want to talk about Russell Wilson? Are there players that you really are hankering to get into? Do I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Not really. Uh, but I suppose we should. Just the fact that staying with the Packers, supposedly, uh, there's a deal in place. Nothing official yet, but uh, looks like he's going to have another last stand with the Packers, uh, trying to outlive uh, Tom Brady here on the field, apparently, uh, in one last ride. All right. Outlive well, to make him, this fan- like Tom, Tom Brady's just gonna, is dying on the field. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is like, I will live longer than you and stay on this field. I'm not moving. I'm going to be buried underneath a Lambo. <laughs> Suck it, y'all. Uh, for <laughs> fantasy purposes, I would just like, if we could, A two-word max answer about what you feel about Aaron Rodgers' fantasy value just for next year, just for 2022. Because I also don't believe it's going to last much longer than that. Maybe I'm just wishing that. But, Dustin, let's start off with you for fantasy. Two words for Aaron Rodgers' value going forward for 2022. Top five. Ooh! There. How's that? All right. I mean, I don't agree, but I like how concise you were about it, Chris. <laughs> Stays <clears throat> same. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of uh, nothing. <laughs> it's just everything you got this last year and now moving forward. Nate? Can I give three letters? Breaking the rules, but we'll allow it. MVP. What does that stand for? Most valuable participant. <laughs> <laughs> is that the title you're hoping to win tonight, Nate? That's that the name that is what I'm going for, baby. Let's go. Now that's what JL was going for. Yeah. <laughs> JL, two words for Rogers' value in 2022. Man, uh, Chris kind of, mine is kind of the same, same vein as Chris. I was going to say business usual since I have two. It's not three. Cutting out that middle section. I'm just, I'm just going to yeah. say, fuck him. That's my thoughts on his value <laughs> for 2022 moving forward. And I hate okay. that you made us even talk about it, Dustin. All right. <laughs> well, I didn't make you do anything. You're hosting this evening. You didn't have Ooh. to bring it up. Jake's yeah. not upset at all. Real, real nice, Dustin. Real nice. Well, just for that comment, we're not going to talk about Russell Wilson at all. Uh, just kidding. Actually, we'll, we'll sprinkle in a little bit of this throughout the evening as we go through some of these questions. Cause spoiler, some of these answers might tie into some news that happened today. And so then it'll come up real okay. organic like, and we'll all. All right. It. All right. All right. Uh, but first things first, most, most importantly, there is no drunk trade this week. Listeners, there's no drunk trade. Uh, one, we got to conserve time. We, we need all the time for this glorious fantasy game. But two, we need more submissions. So, you know, send us more damn submissions and then we'll have more segments go. about drunk trades going forward. Tis and how can I do that, Jake? How can I, how can I send you a submission? 
I'm oh, like so glad that. you asked, Nate. You can find us on Twitter at Drinking Fantasy. And then what you do is you type, 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 and then you hit send, and then you hope that we respond to you on the show. So, okay. okay. All right. So much appreciated. So right with, <laughs> without any extra prelude, I want to get into the nitty gritty. If you are playing, I'm taking a cue from JL's wonderful show because he sets okay. such great precedent here. If you are playing, guess. Please move yourself out of the public chat and into the private chat, just in case these folks playing along like to shove out their answers. We don't want you guys getting any extra help from the, the group. Um, but we also have to decide order. We're going to randomize, because I don't want you guys to think that I cheated in any way in, in how I set this up. Everything has to be above board, unlike Commissioner Roger Goodell. So we are going right. to do a little Look spin. At this. spin. Ooh, Your that's... names are even on it. That's fancy. Um, Let's ignore, the, ignore the taco meat uh, advertisement. <laughs> or go, uh, stop and go. One ninety nine for a dollar ninety nine per pound. I'm hungry now. It's not yeah, a bad I gotta, deal. I gotta honestly. go. I gotta get beef some. the same. So it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad are deal. Those two I things back different? what I said. Almost Isn't a taco sponsor. meat ground beef. Uh, I don't know. I don't ask That's questions. Amazing. I don't think you should either. If at a dollar ninety nine per pound, I, I don't know. So let's figure out who is going to be answering first. We have ooh, JL Fuck. gets to go first out of the gate, and then we have Chris going second. All right, let's go. And the big third. It's gonna be Nate. And just so he feels appreciated and gets to see his uh, name clicked on. Is it going to be? Is it going to be? Let's spin it one more That's time. Yeah. Dustin. Eliminated oh, already, Dustin. Oh, MVP. Wow. Your MVP, Dustin. It's oh, like elementary school <laughs> all over again. Picked last. I'm going to go ahead and put you guys right in order on my screen so I don't have to deal with any of that keeping track nonsense. And now, if if this works... And I hope it does. I'm going to try sharing my screen. I made flashcards for tonight, you guys. Wow. And I'm really proud of myself for it. So I'd like you all to enjoy Super it. Super professional. I know. Trying well, to show me don't up? say it yet. Don't say it just yet. Because uh, we now have uh, State Farm Insurance. They heard us talking about Aaron Rodgers before. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> Steve. Steve Pirick. For this portion. So, JL, you are up first. Now, you get to look at this question for a little bit while I explain the rules. So, quick okay. little cheat moment for JL. We're going to do four rounds. Each round has four questions. Each uh -huh. round is about a certain fantasy position. So, we're doing quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. No kickers. Sorry, Linda G. That's not happening on my account. And you will all get the chance to answer your question. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right... The next person gets to try and answer. And it goes through the entire four of you. If it gets that far, if none of you get the question right, then it's a free-for-all. Then it is sudden death. I will give you hints until somebody shouts out the right answer at that point. Are we all are we all in agreement here? Do we all mm -hmm. understand the rules? Sure. Yes. Yes. Got it. Good. If you need them uh, explained again at any point in the podcast, uh, I mean, fuck you guys. You should have listened back. <laughs> uh, and you go back and watch. Well, all right then. Yeah, uh, what you did wrong? Cutthroat. I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. First question again on the screen. Jail. You've had extra time. That's the only allowance you're going to get in this game. 
two quarterbacks threw for 5,000 yards at least last year. Tom Brady was one of them. Who was the other? Yeah, I'm... I am not the best at trivia, but this one I do know because I feel like it has come up at some point in the recent weeks. It's Justin Herbert, I believe. Oh, look at you getting us off to a nice start. (laughs) Justin Herbert did throw for 5,014 yards. Damn. So my question here, I'm curious, and and I'm going to ask this to the person who answered the question, but let's say hypothetically... Uh, you were to choose between Justin Herbert in Dynasty or Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Would you rather have Herbert or Lawrence and Fields in Superflex Dynasty? Uh, I'm assuming you're asking me, right? You said uh, whoever answered. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, uh, assuming this is a Superflex type league. I, I do like Justin Herbert. He, is, he has impressed me uh, the last two seasons. I was not super excited about him when he was coming into the league. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, I absolutely still believe in him. I think he's an extremely talented player. I think we're going to see him bounce back. And I'm, I'm still very high on Justin Fields. So I think both those guys in the long run will uh, will be much more value than, than just Justin Herbert alone. That's totally fair. By the way, according to Dynasty Trade Calculator, those two sides are about split even, which is why I was curious here. Does anybody yeah, disagree well. with JL? Anybody on the other side that wants Herbert? I don't I don't strongly disagree, but I would take Herbert over that just because I love his situation and his weapons over what we've seen so far from the other two. And, uh, you know, Herbert's just in a better organization, which often leads to 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 better performances. So I'm going to go with Herbert over those two. I think that's, that's fair. I, I think a lot I of like people it. are going to going to w- would probably take Herbert in this. Sorry to me to cut you off, Chris. No, I was just going to agree with Nate. Like I don't really have like one strong lean one way or the other. Uh, we could look at previous track record, look at the number one number of number one or top even like top six like QB uh, QB weeks that Justin Herbert has had already so far, um, and just I just kind of lean that way just because of the fantasy points he's been able to produce so far. And like what Nate was talking about with the personnel he's currently have around him with them already working out a long term deal with Mike Williams, even though it's mm. kind of like, I don't know, that's a pretty hefty deal, to be quite honest. It is. But, eh, but I'll, I'll leave that to other folks to discuss. But either way, uh, I do think like I would lean more towards Herbert. But like you said, if the value is split like right down the middle between that deal right there, I, I can't really say like one way or the other. Dustin, you got a side on this? Uh, my initial thought as you were asking the question was Herbert uh, right away, so that's what I'll stick with. But yeah, it's close. It's not like you're losing out on either side, I don't think. Yeah. Well, the beards once again go against JL. <laughs> I hope that is not a common theme <laughs> for this evening. <laughs> Moving on to the next question here. So, now Chris. Which starting quarterback had the worst quarterback rating in 2021? Easy one, Chris. You got this one. (laughs) I don't look at QBR, though. (laughs) You just have to think it through. You know, who, according to you, started like the the full full season? Starting now? Starting in the beginning? Starting quarterback who started, I will say, the majority of the season. Without, I don't want to give too much away, but started the majority of the season. Started the majority of the season. Uh, 
majority of the season. Sam Darnold had a pretty good um pretty good run there. Chris, not to give you That's any what answer, I was thinking like <laughs> there are a few majority of the season. So like can you give me like a cutoff for number of games played? Well, we'll say at least 10 games. Uh I'll go with uh well, no. Played 10 games. I'll go with right. Daniel Jones. That's, That's a, a great name. guess. It is not correct, but that is oh. a wonderful guess. In fact, if I was smarter, I would, you know, have this pulled up and know exactly where everybody ranked. I don't. You're just wrong, Chris. And that's as much as All I can right. tell you about this. All right. So we All will, right. You have chance for redemption. Don't don't you worry. All right. Dustin, right. the question now moves to you. Which starting no. quarterback had the worst QB rating <laughs> in 2021? Like no. No, it goes to Nate. I was picked last, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. He oh, you were. Right. Why did you guys get out of order? Because you moved the things, things are, over there. Things are, things are right us. better. Okay. It was my lack of beard. Nate, probably. Nate, I have... <laughs> <laughs> Nate, who is your answer for this? Oh, man. <clears throat> I feel like it's a little tricky, but there's only one name that comes to mind when it comes to QB rating being awful, and it's Baker Mayfield for me. It is another fantastic guess. It is another wrong answer. Oh, so now, Dustin, it does go to you. Ooh, I'm going to say Zach Wilson. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was a 69.7 QBR. <laughs> the worst. Uh, not good. Not good for Zach Wilson. Does anybody have hopes for Zach Wilson turning things around? Uh... Not really. I like, I guess, to find turn things around because he could he he can't get worse. Let's say can he become a startable quarterback in two QB leagues? Not next year. I would say he's like a year away from being yeah. a year away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'll that's what I'll call Zach Wilson. That is no, an incredible I, way to phrase that. No, because if I'm remembering right, uh, he was out of the five uh, out of the five rookie quarterbacks. He had like the worst completion percentage over expected. Uh, what's the who was the starter for Houston? The rookie that we all thought was going to stuck in Mills. Yeah, Mills was like actually like almost like miles better than him. Uh, even his like clean pocket completion percentage was uh, was actually still like horrific compared to most of the rest of those like starting quarterbacks as well so like even if he was put in like a good situation like even those were like few and far in between because what was it their uh rookie offensive lineman that they drafted was hurt for what like i think like the at the beginning of the year wasn't it uh and they had a couple of injuries also along the offensive line so it's just like it's it was tough it was a tough season for him i get it but yeah, there was just a lot of red flags, even for him being just a rookie that I, I thought were just like it's it didn't look good for the Jets, especially considering they could have taken literally anybody else. Uh, yeah, see, I was going to go there, too, with the interceptions. I think that that's expected with a rookie, but I think there almost half the games he didn't even throw a touchdown pass. So like that yeah. is concerning. If he can combat some of the interceptions with a couple touchdowns here and there, then great. But. Again, we're talking about another bad organization in the Jets and Zach Wilson. I'm I'm not even interested in him in Superflex leagues. No. Sorry, yeah, well, shit. 
<laughs> and, and no, if if you were to send away, let me ask uh, Dustin and JL here. If you were able to send away a second round pick for him in Superflex, would you do it? Send away a second round. Yep, and get Zach Wilson on your team. Would you do it? For a second, I'll probably sure. I'll probably do it for a second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm curious. There, there's always a, a barometer. There's always a tipping point. Eventually, you're going to have this guy on your team if the price is low enough. You just got to figure out what that is. I think it's very uh, difficult for uh, just a quarterback alone, but let alone a rookie quarterback who's literally first year in the NFL to bring a broken system or a system that is like not conducive to their success, like transcend that and be able to to succeed. You know, for in NFL purposes and fantasy. Uh, you see Trevor Lawrence get with guys like Zach Wilson. The difference, though, to me is the talent. I don't see as much talent from Zach Wilson. Um, I, I think he can be successful enough as a quarterback, but I don't I don't know that he's going to be a, a superstar. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I'm I'm bummed talking about this. So we're going to move on to the next question. <laughs> Sorry, Nate, Jake. I, Nate, I won't <laughs> skip over you again. I won't do it. So for you, Joe Burrow took the most sacks in 2021. But which quarterback? who had at least five starts. This time I put it in the question. So it's like I'm getting better as we go along. At least five starts. At least Already. five starts. Took the fewest. Oh, I'd have some sort least? of cutoff. Because if, if some guy okay. starts one game and doesn't get sacked at all, well, then we got a big tie <laughs> for this, you know. Yes, but the at least five games is what kind of is throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Because I wanted to say Tom Brady right off the bat. But I'm going to... Oh, man. Five? Uh, that's just crazy that you say five games. Uh, oh, fine, fine. I'm going to pick somebody who's closer to five games in. Um, he says that at least five starts. Correct. Okay. So five or more. Could be, could be 17. Could be all right. You know what? I'm just gonna go Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a great guess, but an incorrect answer, unfortunately. Dustin, do you have a guess for this? I'm gonna say I don't. I don't have a good feeling about this, but uh, Russell Talent Wilson. <laughs> no, Russell's escapability uh, did not land him as his answer. JL, I'm gonna go with um, Carson Wentz. I think the offensive line probably hooked him up, but I don't know. If guess. The fewest. That's Carson it, Wentz, okay. unfortunately, was not the fewest yeah. for this one. Okay. Chris? At least five starts? At least five. That's why I'm trying to think of like backups that like came through like at some point throughout this throughout the year. Uh what about Taysom Hill? Oh, I love you so much. Oh, Taysom Hill with just wow. one sack on the wow. year. Nice pull. How'd you get to <clears> Taysom Hill? Tricky. Six well, I figured uh, a mobile quarterback. Yeah, mobile quarterback. Less sacks. Yeah, Yeah. wow. Nice pull. Incredible. It was either him or um, uh, who was Lamar's backup? I can't remember Huntley? his name. Huntley? Yeah, I would have liked the, yeah, I would, I would have yeah. just been pulling for uh, backup mobile QBs. Did he play five games? Because that would have been a really good guess. It would have been close. I was thinking like it Winston. I was thinking oh, yeah. Maybe he only played like four games. See, that would have been wrong then. But that would have been a good guess because I, I don't remember him getting Zach that much. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, anybody have any merit 
with Taysom Hill this year, like any interest at all, supposed trying to get it under the wire before they maybe re-sign somebody? No. <clears throat> no. Okay. That's fair. Good. Good. Let's move on. If, if Evan James is the coach of the Saints next year, then yes, I will. Just for then you're value, not for fantasy, but, you know. Okay. I like it. Uh, all right, Dustin, your question. Which quarterback put up the highest weekly fantasy score in 2021? Highest weekly score. That's like, individ- like an individual week, not like That's right. Week. In one of all of the weeks, who had the absolute best week at quarterback? I am going to say uh, Mr. Kale Drink himself, Tom Brady. Amazing guess, but incorrect. For this question. Hate this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best one week performance by a quarterback. Um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson. Maybe that Colts game that I went to. It was a very good game. It was not the best game, unfortunately. You're not the best game. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that. Why would you say that to me? Negative four points for jail. Uh, wow. Chris, what is your answer? Uh, so this was actually during like the fantasy season. Yes. Okay. So weeks we're one not like converting. Which like, one had the best? Yeah, we're not like okay. Just making sure we're not converting like the postseason stuff. Uh, Josh <laughs> Allen. Amazing guess. I will tell you, he is second on the list, but he is not uh, first. Okay, fine. You know, I, you know, I, you're wrong if Jake I gives you a nice little compliment. Yeah, exactly. That's how you know. <laughs> if it wasn't Lamar Jackson, I think I know this one. I'm going to go with uh, Justin Herbert on this one. You're going with the Herbster, and you would be correct. In week five, Very he nice. had 42.9 wow. in standard formats. That was the best of the book. Yeah, I was tossing so, up between him and Lamar Jackson, but so thanks, JL, for eliminating him. I got, you. I got right. you, Nate. That's what I'm here for. Can I, just, can I just take this opportunity to tell you guys something really neat? After Please round do. one, everybody has a point. Woo! Literally everybody has Ready? one point. Yeah. We're all tied. Cheers. What a, what, a fun, what a fun thing that we've done here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to the running back round, JL? Yes. I don't care. Here's the next question. Which running back <laughs> led the league in broken tackles? Broken tackles. Broken tackles. Um... God, I know there's like one guy that sticks out and I I just can't. My brain isn't quite there. I'm going to kick myself because I feel like I'm going to be wrong here. I'm going to go with the Najee Harris. Najee Harris, really good guess. Not correct. Yeah. Chris. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Another amazing guess, but incorrect. Nate. Dang. So it's me? It is you. Um, just because it's talked to or talked about so many times, ah, man, it's one of two guys, and I hate this. I'm gonna go with someone who's actually split the backfield, uh, had 203 carries in the uh, Javante Williams. As soon as you started talking about the backfield Whoa. split, I knew you were gonna mm. get it. Javante Williams it had between him and Nick Chubb for me. I don't know where Chubster fell on the list, but he was not number one. I will tell you that. Uh, I know we're all waiting on Melvin Gordon news of a re-signing or him moving off. Worst case scenario, though, if he stays, can he be still like a top eight running back next year? Anybody? Devonta? 
Yeah. I'd say more like top, maybe top 12, and he's like number 11. Ooh. Real I would go top 15, though. Melvin Gordon, people hate him for no reason. He's still a damn good running back, obviously. I like Melvin Gordon. Like, as, as much as everyone loves Javanta and they want the shiny new toy, they split literally right down the middle, I think, 203 carries apiece. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I could see Javanta now being in his second year getting more than Melvin Gordon if he sticks around, but I still think Melvin Gordon takes away that much from a guy like Javanta Williams. So I think that he would be a top 15 at best, if Melvin Gordon is there, healthy all year. Mm-hmm. Nate, not only did they have the exact same number of carries, they had the exact yeah. same number of carries inside the 10-yard line. So it's not even like mm-hmm. one of them got more goal work and the other right. didn't. Uh, so very unfortunate. Dustin, you're Wisconsin guy, Melvin Gordon, how much are you willing to let him chip into Javante's value? Uh, I think the split probably remains fairly similar to what they had this year. I think they realized they had a good thing coming. Although I'm curious with the new coaching staff and then plus with Russ coming in now as well, how that kind of changes the offensive outlook a little bit. If they're going to be a little bit more a vertical threat throwing downfield uh, to those young wide receivers, or are they going to be more of like what they were doing in Seattle, not letting Russ cook and relying on the running game and the defense? Stupid people let Russ do stuff. All right, uh, let's move on to the next question here for Chris. Two running backs finished in the top 10 in PPR formats, despite Uh, having fewer than 200 carries. So we both discussed, it's not Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams. Right. (laughs) Name one of the two with fewer than 200 carries. Fewer than 200 carries. Uh, Will you tell me if I'm, uh, I guess you'll tell me if I'm wrong after the first name that I guess. I'll do it really Uh, fast too. All right, like so. So no, like oh, that's a really good guess, but you're dumb. No, I'm gonna cut you to the okay. quick this time. That was for the first okay. round. It's not for the second round. This this time oh. I'm out for blood. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh god. <laughs> okay. Uh, less than 200 carries. Less than 200 carries. Who had less than 200 carries? Gosh, that'd be a good least even see that list. Um, a good question. Now Austin Austin Eckler. Probably had more than 200 carries, I think. Yeah, no. Um, kind of forgot about him. Leonard Fournette. Ooh. I wanted Ooh. so badly to cut oh, you to yeah. the quick, and I can't. Leonard Fournette Ooh. had 180 okay. carries. Cordero Patterson was the nice other guy job. with 153 he carries. He only had 180 carries? Wow. 180 okay. That's carries. wild. Cordero right. Patterson looks like more. All right. Feels like more. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next one here for Nate the Great. Which running back put up the highest weekly fantasy score in 2021? Spoiler alert: You're all going to get a question like this at a different position. So okay. Man, this one. I'm I'm always thinking about two different people, right? Man, I know Derek Henry put up a monster week, but I know for a fact. Because I have him on like seven leagues. This guy crushed it for me one week. Um, it's got from it's got to be Jonathan Taylor. It has to be. I was really hoping to get some trickery in yeah. with this one, but it oh, is Jonathan is. Taylor. Fifty three point yeah. four points. Week eleven. Justin Jackson was the second guy on the list. By the way, followed by mm. Rashad Penny 
So I thought maybe those guys would sense. flirt around yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it did not happen. You guys are all smart. So we're uh, we're at the point now where there's an official lead. Nate has taken over the lead, by the way, with three points. Oh, so man. you're all playing all right. catch up. All right, Dustin. Two running backs racked up 300-plus carries. More carries. What's this, what's up with this bullshit me and carries? I don't know. You tell me, Dustin. One of these guys was Jonathan Taylor. Who was the only other running back to have more than 300 carries? Oh. That is a good question, Jake. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, cripes. Um, cripes. Is cripes. it Zeke? <laughs> I don't think it's it, Zeke, but that's that's what? the first name that comes to mind. You just answered your own question. You are wrong, you fool. <laughs> All right, JL, what is your guess? Oh, God. He failed me last time, but I'll go with him again. Najee, I'll go with Najee Harris this time. Second time, right? Yeah. Okay. 307 carries. Like going through all the, yeah, the starters. Like, who just got like a ridiculous buttload? Buttload yeah, of carries. Is that what it's load. called every time you you move into 300? Yeah, what do you call it? I call it a, I call it a taint spasm. Oh, right? me, me too. <laughs> Is that not incorrect? Okay. Uh, so, hey, here's another dynasty question, though, for you guys. So let's assume you can either get Najee Harris or you could get Josh Jacobs and David Montgomery. Would you take Harris or would you take Jacobs and Montgomery? Let's start. Let's start with Dustin on this. I'm curious what you Um, I think I would go with Jacobs and Montgomery. As gross as that sounds, uh, they're both really underrated. Uh, I like, I actually like Jacob's uh, situation there with the Raiders and like I said, Montgomery perpetually underrated. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the package deal with the two of them. Anybody leaning on the Najee side? No. And here's why, because if Najee Harris keeps up his workload, I think he led the league in, in touches for running backs last year. Um, if if he keeps that up, he's he's going to be relevant for fantasy for two or three seasons at most before he crashes down to earth like uh, Todd Gurley all of a sudden comes up with a, a knee injury that lingers forever and he's never the same guy. And I think that um, I'm hoping, and it, it's it's tough though because the you know the Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger going forward, who are they going to have back there that's going to you know, be the focus of the team and not have it be Najee again. So I'm a little worried that Najee is going to back to back seasons with, you know, leading, leading all running backs with touches. So I would rather go with the, the two other options, Jacobs and Montgomery, knowing that they're going to at least have a little bit more longevity as far as workload goes. That's my final answer. And is Jacobs really that gross of a running back to have on your roster? Well, I mean, I know it's, I mean, and Derek Carr, like people keep giving him shit like all the time, but Derek Carr has been what top sixteen quarterback the past two seasons in a row is not that bad. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if this is still a productive offense despite them losing, what they lost, Rugs Waller was out pretty much like what half the season ish like last year too, and Josh Jacobs took over most of the workload, not just as a rusher. Because uh, who were the 
uh, guys that were supposed to back him up. One of them went down with uh, oh, Kenny and Drake. ACL. Yeah, Drake like went down with the like torn ACL like what towards the back end of the season too. So if I'm not mistaken, Josh Jacobs his target share has also increased over mm-hmm. the past like yeah. few seasons as well. So it's like you're getting a three down back, also relatively young. Montgomery is also also relatively young. Like from a dynasty perspective, I don't mind having two productive backs on my roster. Uh, mm-hmm. Like that, like especially in the situations that they're in, both with either productive or I mean, with Chicago, we're assuming it's an ascending offense with Justin Fields now getting more time to develop. So, yeah, I, I, I would take those two in a heartbeat. You I are would, all I would... as insightful as you are handsome. J.O., go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that means I'm not handsome because I, 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 I'm i OK going Najee Harris in this. I, I don't mind this at all. I think this is I would only make this trade or I would decide which side of the trade I'm on if this is a real trade depending on my roster. Uh, if it's yeah, the type of league where we're consolidating the, the two Absolutely. assets and, and mm-hmm. get, you know getting that Najee Harris, uh, I think his value is going to be, uh, he's going to retain his value for a little longer than these other guys. They're only, both of them, Josh Jacobs and Dave Montgomery, are only a year older than Najee Harris. Um, right. But they've been playing longer because Najee's a little older. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a pretty fair trade. JL, yeah, say you are yeah. also insightful. I want to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I say <laughs> if you got like a, uh, if you have a contending roster, I would have uh, Montgomery and Jacobs on a contending roster. Like, no, that's a no-brainer. Yep. Yeah, and and there's a lot of leagues like I'll you know I'll play in like a 12-team league with like expanded rosters, or, or if you're in like a 14-team league where like uh, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Like, getting more assets is actually valuable. Having depth at uh, mm-hmm. at the position becomes even more valuable because it does give you an edge. Sure. Uh, and so I think there's those situations too where taking your taking a guy like Najee Harris and see if you can get two guys who have a lot of upside, a lot left on their career um, and who probably aren't quite at their peak value. Uh, it's not a bad strategy. I'm, I'm going to change my answer. I want all three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take three of them. You take nothing. I, I didn't know there was an option. Like, all right, mate. You got to break outside of the boundaries of conventional right. thinking here. You know, you really got to exercise those back brain muscles. That's, Nate, that's Nate just went like Nate big brain mode, mode on us, like right, right there. Big brain. Like, <laughs> right. me every day. Big brain. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, Nate's it. got one of those leagues where he's the manager of every team. It's just like a twelve-team <laughs> league, and it's all just Nate versus Nate, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I brag about the trades I get too. You know, <laughs> and, <Yeah. you're>, <laughs> <laughs> and then you trash talk the shit out of yourself yeah. for setting yeah. bad ones. <laughs> Look at this cuts. We should see what this guy said. This guy. Yeah, look at this trade. All right. Let's keep let's keep the big brain momentum going here into the wide receiver round. That's a lot of pressure, JL, but hopefully you can live up to it. Which (laughs) wide receiver with a minimum of 60 targets led the league in receiving yards per target? Oh, okay. It's gotta be Jamar Chase. Yeah. You would think so, but you would unfortunately be you incorrect. Stinky boy, Chris. Jacob. <laughs> Don't use my full name. Not on my podcast. I will <laughs> remove you as soon as I find out how to do that. Yards per, <laughs> Yards per target. Chris, not Chase. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh... Okay, so yards per target doesn't have to necessarily be by deep ball. It could just be because of oh yeah, yeah yards after the catch, yeah. Yak, that's Debo. what I was thinking. Yeah, Debo. Yeah, didn't think that far ahead, yeah. Chris. Debo no, Samuel is correct with eleven. It had to have been close though with Jamar. Target. 
It was, uh, if I recall, Jamar Chase was close, but no cigar. Man, that, uh, that I was a, that's a great like point, a though, Chris. I hadn't even hadn't even considered that. Well, no, because like right when you said Jamar Chase, I was like, oh yeah, that that has to be it. Yeah. This is not a receiving question, but I'm just curious for next year. Over under 35 rushing attempts for Debo Samuel. Is anybody taking over. the over? Over. All over. Mm-hmm. It could yeah. be a sneaky under though. You could you yeah. can take the under if the odds are good enough. The second wide receiver not named Cordero Patterson, talking like pure strict wide receiver to get uh, you know the second most carries was Rondale Moore with 18. Gross. So you know you have to be banking on him being the unicorn. Which well, he's not I know a wide Dustin's. receiver, right? He's he's a wide back. Remember, <laughs> wide back. I've been called that a few times in my life. <laughs> Rude or awesome. I don't know. I'm really not going <laughs> to sure. tell. I couldn't tell. <laughs> All right, Chris, your true question here, as you've already added on to your tally, but which wide right. receiver put up the highest weekly fantasy score in 2021? Is it oh, uh, Cooper Cup? It is somehow not Cooper Cup. Oh, that was my guess. I know. Oh, I'll have to come up oh, with a new one. Wait, is it my turn? It is your turn, Nate? Yes, does, it, does this actually count like the uh, fantasy playoffs? No, this is weeks one through eighteen only. No, so it's not Gabriel oh, Davis. The playoffs then? Yeah, fantasy yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. Fantasy. Jamar playoffs. Chase. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Jamar yeah. Chase. Oh, in week seventeen. Yeah. Jamar yep. Chase. In the championship. Right. So, yeah. 55.6 points in your fantasy championship. Yep. Well, help. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of things. I think uh, you mixed up uh, Chris's question and my question. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't think I did, JL. Uh, one, one quick one about this. Would you rather give up two firsts and a second for Jamar Chase or one first and one second for T. Higgins? Anybody have strong feelings? I go Higgins. Higgins. I freaking love take. I love Higgins, man. He 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 actually led uh, in the last nine weeks of the season between Jamar Chase and himself in I think it was like receiving yards, uh, fantasy points. So yeah, man, I love Higgins. I think he's completely overshadowed because of Jamar Chase, um, but I like the consistency out of Higgins, um, and I, I would. I would pay less for Higgins than I would pay more for Jamar Chase, if that makes sense. Well, I'm just going to go, you know, Nate's route and to say, I'll take them both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. You stole my answer. I'll take them both. I was thinking yeah, I the it. same thing as soon as he asked her. So I was just like, I'm, I am I would do both of those deals. That <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> yep. I, do you I, feel I like comfortable both. having both guys on your teams like that, for, let's say, for Dynasty? It, yeah, that kind yeah, of offense, you're good with it. I don't even Absolutely. care. Same thing, like if you had Amari Cooper and and C D Lamb. I mean, it's it's yep. just one of those things. Like when you have, okay. you know, if you had Robert Woods in in Cooper Cup, you'd want them both too. You know, it's like, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I would, and I did before Woods got injured, but <laughs> yeah, I liked well, Woods yeah. more. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Justin, would you yeah. would you feel strongly about one side or the other? Um. I love them both. Don't get me wrong, and I think it's a it's good value for either player. But give me the cheaper cheaper option with Higgins. I love the Higgins love. I love that you guys love T Higgins. It makes yeah, me I love that you guys love T Higgins. 
I love all oh. things, you know, all things Bengals. Bengals. <laughs> Look at us go. The, the Higgins Clemson signed jersey. I gotta, I gotta. Nice, nice. All right, up over to wait. Who's 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 whose turn is it? We got Nate's question. I think here, right. Right, right. Okay, I'm not going to skip you again. I know that I keep saying I'm not going to, and then I do. But this time, I'm not actually going to do that. You even lined this up on the video so we can... I, I know. It only helps if you're smart enough to understand what that means. Nate, which wide receiver <laughs> with at least 60 targets had the highest average depth of target? A dot for all you abbreviators out there. At least 60 targets and the highest A dot. At least 60 targets. Uh, yeah, we're trying to rule out these randos with this. Yeah, well, because it's like, you know, one one reception for somebody. Yeah, I got you. Oh, this one. Man, it's between three guys for me on this one. Oh, boy. Um, how, mu how much time do I have? I mean, not that much. 13 and a half hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Um, screw it. I'll, I'll just say that it is. It, it's got to be, again, it's got to be like Jamar Chase or, or Debo. And um, I already said Jamar, so I'm going to go Debo. You are incorrect. Damn it. Dustin, what do you think? Is it Stefan Diggs? You are incorrect. JL. That's an interesting test. Oh. Um, can't go Jamar Chase again. I'll look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never look like an idiot going Jamar Chase. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Marquise Brown. That's a good Ooh. one. That's an interesting answer, but it's wrong. Damn it. Uh, Chris, who do you got? Mike Williams. Oh, I thought another interesting question, but also wrong. And nobody got one for the first time here. We've gone through, and I'm just excited that we get to do the sudden death thing now. So I'm going to give hints. And after the first hint, feel free to start shouting out your answer. All right. All right. This receiver played in the AFC West. Tyreek Hill. Nope. Spider C or AFC West. Mm -hmm. Any guesses before I move on to the next uh, gimme hint? Nope. This wide receiver just got a new quarterback. Cortland Sutton? Jerry Judy. Dustin with the win. Yeah, wow. Sutton had the highest A dot at 15.4 yards Gross. and somehow Gross. failed to be relevant at all last year. I mean, year. no wonder none of us thought of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abysmal. If you listen to this podcast, you know, know how he we had feel 60 about targets. Him. Yeah. <laughs> who's second? Yeah. You have who was second, Jake? No, I don't, because I'm not that prepared, Nate. I'm sorry. Third, I bet Justin would have if he third. was hosting, but I, I do not. I'm sure it was one of the guys that you guys named, because you're all so super smart. Um, I, I don't want to so pull up PFF and like that. start cheating or anything like that, but uh, yeah. Wow, no yeah, one I'm got gonna... that, guys. I would have Real Well, now that. Dustin gets a point, because you know he did shout it out at the very end. But True, um, very true. But I, just real quick, I just want to know, with Russell Wilson at quarterback, 
Sutton or Judy for each of you? JL, let's Judy. start with you. Sorry. Oh, Sut- you said Sutton or Judy? Yep. Uh, it's Judy. It's Judy, yeah. I'm- Chris? Yeah, it's still, it's still Judy uh, for me. Nate, Judy? It's Judy, yeah. Justin? I mean, R- Russ is the ship that raises, you know, the, what the tide that raises all ships or however that phrase goes. But yeah, I Judy. That's right. Yeah, I think that's right. I work for the Air Force. I'm not a uh, Navy guy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Navy guys Dustin love their sayings. Dustin, yeah. staying with consensus, or are you move into? Uh, my my heart wants to say Cortland Sutton, but no, my my brain says Judy. I'm actually going to go against all of you and say Sutton. It's the only time I'm interjecting my opinion, but that oh, well, is an interesting answer, but it's wrong. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you You're ugly. Bitch. I love it. I love it. Uh, negative. 25 points for Chris. Okay, we are oh, moving yeah. on <laughs> to the last you can have question some of for this round. All right, Dustin, can you make it to back-to-back? Which wide receiver, with at least 60 targets again, had the highest passer rating when targeted? So their quarterback targeted them. They led to the highest QB rating. Who's that? Oh, God. I'm um, gonna say Cooper Cup. Can't you are wrong. What? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, uh... How is it not Cooper Cup? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's rigged against me. I'm stumped. <laughs> you guys know who the most was, even without this target minimum that we had? Randall Cobb. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> well, at the yeah. top, but he didn't have 60 targets. Joe, what the, who's like, the guy with was 60? Like, didn't he like score like four touchdowns on like ten targets or something like that or something pretty, ridiculous? Pretty he was this year's Robert Tunyon for the Packers, basically. <laughs> yep. Oh uh, boy, um, I'm gonna go. I feel like I know the answer to this, but it's buried in my subconscious somewhere. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with T. Higgins. This feels like way too many Bengals guesses, though. You, you would be right in that it's yeah, too many okay. Bengals guesses, but you would be wrong with the actual answer to the question. So, Chris, ah! over to you. Uh, so, highest passer rating? When targeted. When Who's targeted. Mr. Reliable? Oh, my God. Uh, better guess. So, who scored a lot of touchdowns? Uh, Adams? Yeah, that was my next guess. guess. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Oh. Wow. I only say unfortunately that time I'm nice because I like Devontae Adams. Okay. Let me just put let me put that out there. Oh, not because (laughs) I gave the answer, but no, not because of you, Chris. Because of Devontae. Let's let's keep that straight. All right, Nate, who do you have? Doing a whole lot of fact finding about our relationship here tonight, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what this was all about. (laughs) Wow. Really it's cool. like a trust building yeah. exercise, but the opposite. I don't like this game. I, I like your guess though, because I, I was gonna say, like, I started thinking about wide receivers, but then I was like, you know, you know, let's go to like some of the quarterbacks that have the best QB rating in general, anyway. And I, I would have went with that one as well. Um, man, do I want to go with? Yeah, I mean. All right, I'll go with Tyreek Hill. That is wrong. Uh, <laughs> so we are at another sudden death here. Let me give you your first hint. This wide receiver and quarterback 
play in the NFC West. And quarterback? Yeah, you know, they th- he throws to his guy. They're both on the okay. same team. They're both in the same division. DeAndre Hopkins? Yes, sir. There it is. Oh, he only yeah. needed that he had one. targets? 133.6. He had 60 targets had just 60 barely. Targets. It was like out of sight, out of mind. or 65 or something like that. So it was not a lot, but he made it wow. happen. So my oh. only question about DeAndre Hopkins, anybody anybody like DeAndre Hopkins Me. still? Or is he like yeah. dead? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't like touchdowns around here? <laughs> yeah, or I mean, contested well, catches. And, and Christian Kirk likely Look. to be gone? I bought this figurine. He's and a half, so he's dead. So I have to go DeAndre Hopkins no matter what. Love and I have a signed jersey as well. Oh, Would anyone dare right. give a first-round pick for him in Dynasty at this point? Maybe a I'm not trading him. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Okay. I don't think he... Okay, you're saying trade a first away. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping him until he retires. <laughs> I love Julio him, but Jones it's not like a buy. Fair. Yeah, I, can, I don't even think I could do a late first for him. Uh... So we like him. We just don't like him that much. I don't. I don't think you to where to you want to give away that much. Oh, I doubt you do. Maybe a second. Do you think a second is I, approximate? Value? I think a second would do it for most people. Because I think people are, especially you know, most people are playing not with with um, analysts, experts. So I think that they're going to have re- like that recency no. bias is going to be even amplified more. But I think I think you have to you have to throw in another player as well. Like I don't think you could just get Hopkins for a second. Like I don't know. That's just yeah. me. I think that a second and Gabe put, Davis. Yeah, something like that. I think you'd have to throw in one of those. You know, like a wide receiver two ish. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah, exactly. I don't know, Marquise Brown, maybe for six maybe. straight up for DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe no, with a second. Like, <laughs> oh, with, with a, a second. Oh, I would rather have Marquise Brown in a second. And I love DeAndre Hopkins, but I, I the situation, Hollywood I mean, there's, there's still a lot of ambiguity with, you know, like he's going to come back. He's going to be in Arizona. And yeah. is that, the target's going to be there now. I I don't know. But what if Marquise Brown goes play video games? Oh, he's That's not going to go play video That's games. That's true. <laughs> he, that could happen to anyone at any games. moment. The underrated aspect of rankings, the ever elusive <laughs> Twitch. Proportion. <laughs> right. Proportion? That's not a fucking word. Okay, we're moving on to tight ends here real quick, but I, I want to give another recap. Another little fun thing. Everybody is tied with somebody. So Nate's going to tied with four, and JL and Dustin, you're tied with two. You're terrible. But you have redemption yeah. still possible for you. So the two you guys that said they're going to suck at this are winning right now? Same Classic. brain, Chris. I was literally just going to say that. <laughs> You assholes knew what you were doing from the very start. All right, JL, which Bandwagon tight end put up the highest <laughs> weekly fantasy score in 2021? God, this one's tough. This is probably the worst version of this question, I will say. Because it's just like, who scored the most touchdowns in a game? Right. And like I feel like each... Like the the top all top ten of them had like at least one blow up game. I'm gonna go with um do these get like progressively harder? Like because it's later in the game I can expect like this isn't gonna be an obvious one. Not really. No. Okay. It's it's still just based on uh, you know, position. 
I'm just gonna pretend like you said yes there. I'm gonna go with um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'll go with Waller. Darren Waller is incorrect. Chris <clears throat> Andrews. Yep. Mark Andrews is correct. Forty-one point seven points in week five. It seems very Hammer Hammer Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kelsey was number two. Uh, Was week five the game against the Colts? Oh yeah, that maybe the overtime game. The overtime game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The comeback overtime game. I knew he had a a bunch of bunch of points that game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was probably no. That is hands down the best NFL game I've been to. In my life so far that would be sweet to be at yeah it was it was you were there cool. jl why didn't you guess yeah. andrews what's up because i'm an idiot nate <laughs> <laughs> trying to go forgot. against his biases <laughs> like like yeah, now i feel bad for asking the question <laughs> <laughs> okay all i want to know for next year because yes travis kelsey was number two jack doyle was in like the top four by the way he had a sure. random ass blow-up game talking about the colts but Next year, redraft. Would you rather take Mark Andrews in the first or Travis Kelsey in the second? Any strong opinions? I'll take the cheaper one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I don't want either. And that, at those poor costs. Yeah, same. That's actually the, the big brain move. That's my Jay answer. Just said as well. Yeah, that's probably the right. I'll the take right Schultz move. in like the sixth or, or seventh. <laughs> or give me Goddard. Yeah, screw your question, or, Jake. Albert <laughs> Okwegnam. Hey, it was a really well thought out question, I thought. Yeah. You yeah. damn jerks. Your answer you damn question. jerks. All right. Look at me. Just forget to give JL a point for that question. I don't know how that happened. I didn't get it right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. So I That's should right. get my Wow. Oh, I already, I, already gave, I already gave Chris. Uh, so much going Chris into this trust exercise here. <laughs> I told you it's an antitrust exercise. You're thinking about I didn't this catch wrong. the anti part. No, I did it now. I get but it. Jake, how can I buy that watch on Amazon over there? I kind of want that. that uh, if you wanted to go out to Garmin on Amazon Prime right now for $299.99, you can get a Garmin Approach S42. The rest of it went away, so I don't know, but you'll have to see. And I just want to say Amazon is not currently a sponsor, but uh, we would love them to sponsor Jeffrey, our show. So right? if you're listening, we know you're watching. hit us up. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, I love it. All right, moving on to Chris. I'm not going to skip you for the question. There's All some right. real trust building happening here. Which tight end with at least 40 targets, we're dropping the barometer a little bit, had All the right. highest yards per reception in 2021? Gronk. Damn it. Gronk is incorrect. Oh, Nate. Really? I thought that was right. Um, highest yards per reception. This one's tricky, though, because I know Goddard's up there. Um, you know what? Every time I saw a highlight of this guy, it was... Plus 10 yards. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. Oh, that's a good one. Look at the big brain on wow. Nate. Kyle yeah. Pitts I, with 50. I, that, was that was out of left. That's a good one. Yeah, yards that was out of reception. Left. Top 12 amongst all the pass catchers last year wow. in yards per reception. So, folks seem to be like poo-pooing his year. But, you know, that's pretty great. 
So but does they, anybody? They I guess the question. Like, yeah, go ahead. Expectations were just ridiculous for him, and I already knew to yeah. fade him immediately when everyone was saying he's going to be like top three or even a number one tight end in the league. I'm just like, I already knew like he was getting too much, and it was unfair for him because. He truly is probably the tight end in Dynasty to own for for the next foreseeable future. And, uh, you know, as soon as the season ended, he's he's an automatic buy for me. So with that in mind, then redraft next year, talking about tight ends, his ADP was fourth round in redraft this year, late fourth round on average. Would Uh you take him there this year? Nope. No. No one, no. no one's willing to pull that that one. Not on that offense, no. I, mean, I think he'll do. I think he'll do better than he did this past season. But no, yeah, Calvin Ridley but, again, though. Right. I mean, the offense yeah. hasn't changed at all. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think the volume necessarily. Well, it would have been nice if he got more volume, but you, it wasn't like there's was a ton of competition anyway. And it's the touchdowns, I guess, is the big thing. Right. Didn't get mm-hmm. touchdowns. Right. Do we, we think he goes not, over? I'm not, I'm not taking a tight end before round six. Like that's just, yeah, I'm with you. So any question that you yeah. have with a tight end before round six, Shut my answer up your is butt, no. Jake. God <laughs> damn it, Nate. We might as well close the show out. That's all I had to work with for the rest of the way. Uh, so nobody. As wins. long as I have the lead, probably. And screw you guys. <laughs> all right, Nate. I guess you get another question though. If I'm going to be nice right. about it. Double Four down. different touch. Excuse me. Four different tight ends scored nine touchdowns apiece. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, names we already talked about. There were two of them. Name one of the remaining two. Oh, um, I I know this. Uh, there's there's two, right? I can I can I just name one of them, right? Yep, you can get one of the two. This happened like I think much earlier. He he went on this crazy touchdown scoring streak. It's got to be Hunter Henry has to be up there. So that's my guess. I'm gonna go Hunter Henry. Official yeah, locked in. Open. Yeah. Hunter Henry is correct. Dawson. Dawson. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Dawson Knox. That's a good one. That's, yeah. That's I would have never gotten Knox. Well, let me do So if you can't do round questions about tight end, lest I upset Nathan, uh, would you one for one straight up next year? You want Dawson Knox? You want Hunter Henry? Knox. 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 Universal Knox. Yeah. Right. So take Hunter Henry when he falls later. A sequel to Hard Knox. Probably. Why not? <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, like Knox was good in college, but he was on the same team as like DK Metcalf and AJ Brown and all the rest of those guys. Right. I mean, think about that. that it really odd. did show out this mm-hmm. year. I mean, with yeah. Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis and the whole gang, he still managed to do great oh, things. So I do. Like well, that. The, next our, year will be when Jonu Smith scores ten touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like flip every other year. You know, yeah, so that's why I'm staying away from that. Dustin and I have been hurt too much by Jonu Smith. Mm-hmm. Dustin, if you had three words for Jonu Smith, what would they be? I'm just curious. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with the GFY, but hey. Oh. <laughs> Dustin, tell us how you really feel. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. You have no idea how much I heard over that. Uh, we That's got a pretty a- good idea. 
how much. It's about as a clean up and out as we've ever had on this podcast. I think we should end it there, but I'm not going to because Dustin gets one more chance for a question and he deserves it after Janu's hatred towards him. Okay, Dustin, which starting tight end scored one third of his fantasy points in total in the first two games <laughs> of the season? Ooh. Starting tight end. Let me put that into perspective. This is not a rando name. That's what I mean by that. Darren Waller? Incorrect. Good. Oh, what? Okay. Oh, man. I thought, yeah. I thought that had to be right. Jail, you have a second guess oh, it's in me. the basket? Um, the first, a third, a third of his total fantasy points. Um, it's not Schultz. I'm going to go with, um, I don't know that he had a, no, he didn't have a, couldn't have had a good start to the season. I'll go with Kittle. I can't, that can't be right, though. It is not Kittle. <laughs> Chris. Hawkinson. Ooh. Look at the big that is my good. Yes. Yes. Hawkinson. 6.3 points in the first. 145.3 all of the way. Technically, it's like 33.1%. I took a little bit of leniency here. I hope you can forgive me. Oh, you're the host. You can do what you want. Uh, here's something really fun, you guys. We got through all four rounds, and everybody's still tied with somebody. So <laughs> Chris Dustin and I are the same. And Nate yeah. are tied with six. JL and Dustin tied with two. So yes, the two who claimed they would not have any chance here tonight MVPs. are sitting way atop the throw. Uh, so yeah, what this means is that we have to have a tiebreaker between the oh, two God. of you to figure out who is truly the winner. This is oh, going Lord. to be a little bit of a memory question. So I hope that you were paying attention. Nice work, says the screen. By the way, nice. that's directed to just two of you. I'll let you figure <laughs> out amongst yourselves who that two is. Uh, but for Chris Good work, and Dustin. Nate, your question is, which player, and by the way, shout out the answer. This is not going to go in any order. So both of you be ready. Shout out the answer. Which oh, player had the best overall weekly finish in 2021? Jonathan Taylor. The most points. Is that? I, I, I'm curious, just Chris, do you do you have an answer? Well, that was going to say Jonathan Taylor, but. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, can I change mine? The best, I mean, like, you, you, can, you can do whatever, you, can do Jamar, whatever you Jamar want. Chase. Jamar there's, Chase. There's, there's no rules. He had the single. Um, he had the single best performance of the season, didn't he? You know what? That's not fair. I shouldn't have let it play oh, out that way, oh. where you could have taken multiple guesses. I, I'm gonna. Sorry. I'm gonna pivot. No, no, no. That was that was on me. Don't you? Was it right? Was it right? Apologized to me. Which question oh. or which answer you gave to? Was it Jamar Chase? It was Jamar Chase. Fifty-five point oh. six was the most overall. Yeah. Oh. Let me let me pivot. Okay. I have I have a fresh question here that was kind of my reserve question, anyways. So let's. Let's do this. Again, same rules apply, though. Okay. You have to just be the first person to answer here. Three running backs finished with at least 70% of their team's carries inside the 10-yard line. One of them was Jonathan Taylor. Name one of the other two. Inside the 10-yard. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. 
Nope. Oh, shit. Keep going. Najee Harris? Did we both just say the same thing? Najee yeah. Harris mm-hmm. is correct. So, second guess, Najee Harris ended How up with 73.9. How do we both pick Austin Eckler out of all <laughs> the other <laughs> possible running backs? I think we that both get this win, damn it. No, that's exactly what a loser says, Nate. You do not get this win. <laughs> Najee Harris was one. Joe Mixon was the other, by the way, with 72.2%, if you were curious. So our glorious... What's the fact we both said Austin Eckler? Winner yeah. is mm-hmm. Nate Hamilton. You've won the inaugural version of DTF Whatever. Trivia. Um, Welcome so to the Chris. Cool Kids Club, Chris. Chris wins Dustin and I are happy DTF. And I think... I think that means that you get like some sort of proprietary rights to this, Chris. I, I'm pretty sure that's how oh. that works. Is like you get like now. a partial stake in the show. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Right. I don't know for sure. Do you have any any words that you'd like to share as the winner of trivia? Um, I mean, I, I had a speech prepared. I let me find my notes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna play it all cool like you didn't prepare because you didn't wait, think wait, you were gonna I win. I was supposed to win. I'm just gonna interrupt his. I was Nate, supposed shut up. to win. Nate, shut <laughs> your mouth. This is not the this time for rigged. second place to speak. This is time for first place, Chris, to speak only. Nate rolling in here like Kanye West, like I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reverse Kanye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, this was so much fun. Uh, and being able to just like, I don't know, to talk through all this stuff and actually just like reliving some of the moments, like when we we're talking through some of the names, like thinking about like Jamar Chase's year, Cooper Cup's year, Debo Samuel's year and all that. I mean, all, and the quarterbacks and all that. I think it was just a ton of fun to do this. So a good mental exercise, like for sure, having me think back over everything that happened this past season, even though as a Bengals fan, I'm going to try and forget what happened uh at least at the very end of the year but for the most part no the fantasy season was just another roller coaster of a year uh for more than one reason so it's just yeah it was a lot of fun like having to go back there and relive all that so yeah it was great it was like a yearbook for the fantasy season yeah. in a way mm. wasn't it Isn't it really? <laughs> well i just appreciate you guys all coming on dustin i mean is this the easiest episode of this show you've ever done? Be honest. Oh, by far and away, it was great. Uh, might have to have you take over hosting duties more often here, so I can. Uh, well, let's not get carried just away. Just sit back and drink and, and enjoy the show. Let us not get carried away with this. Uh, right. by, by by the by, um, before we do go, I was just curious. You know, Chris, you mentioned the disappointment at the end of last season with the Bengals, and they didn't yeah. go as far as you want. Here is what I would love for everybody to do, is just once around the horn, name your team for our audience, in case they don't know, and how, no, what you think their record will be in 2022. So, JL, we will start with you. What do you expect your team's record to be in 2022? All right, my team is the the Ravens. Sort of, I guess. Um, I think it's going to be tough for the Ravens next season, but I think I think they're going to be able to hold their own. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with twelve and six. That's so optimistic. Yep. But I'm going with it. That is optimistic, especially there's, because there's no accountability. Are going to come game? back and see this next year? Are you wait? Is that Are possible? Teams playing 18 games? 
next Wait, what did we year? 17 games. 18 weeks. <laughs> yes, right. right? Yeah. I can't math. It's, you know this. Come on. The, the uh, real, like, Freudian thing is, did you mean to give them an extra win or an extra loss when you did that? <laughs> That's a good question. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with 11 and 6. Fair. Oh, so you sided on losses. When, yeah. When it oh, really yeah. push came to shove. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that that earnestness. Chris, what do you think about you and your Bengals? Uh I'll put them probably back at where they were last season. So like ten and seven, like somewhere in there. I mean the offensive line, the issues, you know, they have to address those, but the rest of the offense is coming back. Uh they just tagged Jesse Bates. So uh I think the defense is like pretty decent as well. So yeah, I think ten wins is probably a good spot to put them at for next year. I dig it. Nate, how about yourself? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> Thank you. Yes. Um, I'll Nobody's going to applaud you for that. <laughs> oh, um, they're going to lose every single game next year. No, uh, I'm going to go with 12 and a disappointing uh, playoff loss. Ooh. Wow. It's kind of a, yeah. So a rehash of this year. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Just utter disappointment and, and complete <laughs> underperformance. As is every season. You love that optimism. All right, Dustin, yeah. with our newly re-signed quarterback, what do you think? Yes, as we all know, it's the Packers. Um, I'm just going to say what they've been doing. They'll, they'll do probably 13-4 and four and lose in the NFC Championship game for a third consecutive year. The, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I've heard of him. <laughs> Yeah, I hate you guys so much. Uh, I wish I'd never done this episode, <laughs> if I'm being honest now. Just after that, I wish that oh, I could okay. erase the entirety of the episode. <laughs> if this was a trust exercise, you all failed. No, this is antitrust <laughs> exercise. You told us this yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. And of course, right. the winner of the episode is going to know that. All you other jokers asleep at the wheel didn't catch that. Flip of the tongue. Chris, so Chris we're going to we're going to arm wrestle twice. at the expo for the for the real champion i'm down Ooh. all right <laughs> no uh, no how about uh with fastest 40 time Ooh. okay i'll go there all right let's I'm do pretty it fast. all right I, yeah they I'm have that gonna... uh they have that field outside the uh, hall of fame right so we yeah. could actually have it all all right out and everything all right yeah. i fastest got some time, time to train all right <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna go out oh and start my winning. goodness 12 ounce lifts Ever... baby yeah there are going to be no fewer than seven hamstrings pulled at the expo just from this group alone. I'm pretty sure. I think uh, once. <laughs> Thank you guys all for coming on to this episode. This was an incredible amount of fun for me. And you guys made it so easy because, you mm-hmm. know, some of you are really good at this and some of you are really bad. So it made it easy to draw that line. And that's what I, I tolerate it. As the host. But could we, I would like to go around just once more real quickly. I know we're going to get dizzy from all this around shenanigans, but. Tell the folks where they can find you. Promote anything that you do have coming up that you want to get out into the ether. So let's do, you know, it's going to be really fun. Let's start reverse order. And let's start with Dustin. Dustin, you tell the people where they can find you. Well, people don't want to find me, but I am at FFDustyDog on Twitter. But more importantly, go check out our podcast page at Drinking Fantasy. Well said, Nate. Um, at dominate FF on Twitter. I live there. It's my, it's my second home. Um, and, uh, odds checker the game day. And who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who always throws on too much for myself. So, I mean, I'll probably be on like three other sites 
uh, come this season. So um, I'll see you all at the expo in August. Yes. Mm-hmm. If yes, you sir. can find me. You might take over hosting this show next week. Honestly, I don't even know. It's a, hey. it's a possibility. <laughs> let's be honest. I, I can't <laughs> say no. <laughs> Chris, where can the folks find you? Uh, on Twitter, at Chris Allen, FFWX, uh, 4 for 4 Football, uh, Football Guys, NBC Sports Edge. Um, might be doing some stuff over at uh, Established to Run like later on Ooh. this year. Um, but yeah, you can you can find me around. I'm, I'm hibernating at the moment, uh, but I'll be back in these streets like doing some best ball content here with the next like, week or so. So I'll be back soon. Excellent. JL, don't you dare ask me. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> So you can find me on Twitter, same right there under next to my name, FYF John Luke. Um, we have if you like this, then you will love our shows. Uh, we, we have a daily live stream every weekday, 3 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel, Front Yard Fantasy, where we play uh, game show games, Jackbox games that we adapt to be about fantasy football. Uh, so love it's really it. fun. Everybody's in, a bunch of people in there every day. You got come hang out with Scott Fish and and uh, yeah, Jordan Vanek, a bunch of people who are you know uh, in there in the middle of the day. Talking fantasy football, playing some games, competing. Uh, but yeah, Front Yard Fantasy on two, you find us there. And we also do uh, shows for FanDuel as well. So we're on FanDuel channel uh, Friday and, and usually Sunday nights during the season, but uh, we're just contributing content there as well. Their show is much more organized than this. So if you could tolerate <laughs> this, then you could absolutely enjoy the hell out of the show. <laughs> Curious you didn't mention my most recent guest appearance where I actually won. I don't recall. Uh, the entire thing. You've been you've been on that show. You said I don't recall that for sure. Jake was actually our our first probably our first guest when we like moved from podcast to to live stream. Jake came on and man, what a good friend. He didn't say anything, but we were so bad back then. (laughs) Uh, I was also very terrible and continue to be (laughs) at trivia. So it all works out in the end. Check out all of our guests, please. Go visit their twitters. Go check out their podcasts. Their written work. All of the stuff, because it's just the classiest group of people. Maybe not classiest, but the best group of people that we could have on this podcast. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So until next time, keep drinking and talking fantasy football.